1: Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Live on SENSA, welcome to Roosters Radio. Brought to you by Copyworld, your trusted business partner. Visit copyworld.com.au today. And Grand North, with great daily lunch and dinner specials.
2: Welcome to another episode of Roosters Radio, all thanks to Copywell Toshiba. Um, I'm here, Mitch Harvey, your host with my co-host, Honey. How are you, Honey?
0: I'm good, thank you. How Welcome. are you?
2: We came back for episode two.
0: I know, we, we weren't it. fired. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, it's good to be back, family. Um, I'm hoping that everyone enjoyed episode one and um, you know, enjoyed it and you're back for episode two. Um, we're really excited and um, had some really good feedback, so looking forward to getting into another big show. Um, so today, we, we'll do a quick wrap-up of all grades um, last week, a couple of disappointing results, a couple of good yeah. results, um, talk a little bit about our finals campaign for our reserves and our league teams. Um, we've got a couple of massive um, interviews coming up with the, the captain of the F- North Adelaide Footy Club, Alex Spina, and also SNFLW Premiership player, Bree Arthur. Um, but to get stuck into things, yeah, let's we'll, talk about the games.
0: We'll dive into that quick wrap up of all the scores from last week. Under 16s unfortunately lost 4 11 to West Adelaide 5 15. That means they've finished fourth on the ladder. As for under 18s, they unfortunately also lost to Stir. Eight goals, 14 to 14, goals six. That means they finished up second on the ladder. And then looking at Resi's, they got up on the weekend beating Stir nine goals, nine to five, 12, and they finished dead rubber, second on the ladder. Reserves are up again at Prospect on Saturday against West from 1.30pm. So make sure you don't miss that one. I'm sure it'll be a heater for sure.
2: Mm. Well, I think um, I-, I liked your um, question earlier about the dead rubber. <laughs> to all the listeners out there, I had to explain what a dead rubber was to Honey. Well... Um, our, our <laughs> Resi's team played in one of those on the weekend and they did, did win the game, which was fantastic to see. So, um, look, as as you can see, there's a, a few disappointing results across the board. Um, but the most important thing is that results went our way, particularly in the league team, and allowed us to finish top, which is fantastic. And some of our junior teams to finish at the higher end of the ladder and, um, will be playing finals footy across all four grades, which is fantastic.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to ask you, Mitch, what were your thoughts on the Reserves game and their best players?
2: Yeah, well, I, they've had a good win and they've had a really good month, um, the Resis, Um To finish second on the ladder's a bloody good achievement as well. But, um, yeah, they, they were really good last week in pretty tough conditions at Unley, pretty heavy, um, muddy oval. Um, some of their best players, um, Mac Bowman um, was playing some good footy um, and he'll be um, really important for us going into the – the final series, uh, I thought Liam Hoy in the ruck, who's um, new to the footy club this year from coming over from New South Wales, also competed really well when he was up, up forward. Um, and then some of the usuals, Jared Deep um, found plenty of the footy um, in his, in a bit of a different role through the midfield. Um, and I thought our back line was really strong against some some good forwards from the um, from Sturt reserve team, particularly um, Tommy Robinson and, and Lammy, who who played on Ad Davis, who's one of their best forwards. So. Look, uh, overall pretty good team performance um, and you know the reserves team who who do play in the first final this week at Prospect we should take a lot of confidence out of it.
0: Yeah, so how do you think the reserves team shaped up for finals? What do we need to, to do to beat West this weekend?
2: Well, I think our two team can beat anyone um, and they've proved that throughout the year. I think uh, the most important thing for them is to play real team, team first brand of footy um, and not get sort of worried about trying to, get a kick or kick a goal, whatever their role is in the team, but focusing on on defence, first and foremost, and, and winning their their contest uh, are probably the two most important things for any for any finals footy, whether you're playing you know, amateur footy or, or AFL footy, they're, they're the two things that yeah. any player or team needs to focus on. So I know that uh, Darren Rees, our reserves coach, has um, got them primed. Um, they had a good win against West a couple of weeks ago by uh, six or seven goals, so they should take a lot of confidence into that game. Um, and as long as, yeah, as I said, as long as they, uh, there's a heavy focus on that team first footy, there's no reason why they can't get the win this weekend.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're going to have to touch on the weekend. What happened in the league game? Where do you reckon we went wrong?
2: Yeah, it was pretty disappointing, honey, to be honest. Um, we, I think I said on the show last week um, that our we had um, two eyes firmly focused on that game. We weren't looking ahead to finals and in the end, we did get lucky. Obviously, results went our way and we finished top of the ladder, which is great, but um, we were we were disappointing. We discussed it throughout the week as a team and reviewed it pretty um, intensely around um, the main things for us were just our ball movement. We gave, gave the ball back to them too regularly. Um, we, we were a little bit slack with our defence and we let them have a lot of uncontested marks, which is the way a lot of teams want to play and particularly Sturt want to play. Um, and... Um, yeah, we probably just didn't play the conditions very well. They they won the contest and ultimately they, they used the footy a lot better than us. I think they kicked it about 75% and we kicked it at about 50%. Um, and we're just a bit sloppy around inside our back 50. We gave away a few free kicks. So, look, things we can tidy up, things we've done generally pretty well all year. So I think, um, yeah, it'll just be important for us to, to – well, this week's mainly been about recovery and – Getting over what was a pretty physical game, that the conditions were pretty heavy underfoot, uh, lots of mud, and, and pretty physical sort of game. So, been about recovery, reviewing where we went wrong. Um, we'll have we had a really good session on Wednesday night. We'll have another good session tonight, um, and then into next week before the, the first final. So, we don't want to get stuck into it too much because we we feel like you know we didn't play that well, but we only lost by two or three goals. we were only ten points down. You know, with 20, ten minutes to go in the last quarter. So. We could have stolen it, but unfortunately not. And Sturt did deserve to win that game. So we move on very quickly.
0: Yeah, and you've got the weekend off to recover as well, which will be Mm. a benefit for
2: all of you. I think a lot of boys were happy with that. Um, It gives us that sort of extra week just to get the body right, get some good training in um, and take some real confidence into that first final.
0: And you touched on it before. We still finished top due to other results. First minor premiership in over 30 years. How are the boys feeling about a third consecutive final series?
2: Yeah, it's really it's really exciting. And when you say it like that, 30 years since we won a minor premiership, yeah. it, it is a long time. I think we discussed last week, it was around 1989, I think, the last minor premiership. So, yeah, it is exciting. And um, I think no one really predicted us to be, a lot of people didn't predict us to be in the finals, let alone um, finishing top of the ladder. But, um yeah, it's been a really consistent season. Even in our losses, I don't think you know, we've always played the absolute worst footy. Um, we've had a, you know, a really, we've been really lucky with sort of injuries, and, and we didn't get hit by COVID too hard. We've had a couple of weeks, but um, we've yeah, we've had really good continuity in our squad. Um, as you can see, the reserves are playing great footy. We've got great depth all the way through, um, and I think that's you know we should take real confidence out of finishing on top of the ladder. Sometimes people can see it as you know pressure. Um, but we should we should definitely embrace that um uh, but yeah we're in for a big contest the crows have played some great footy this year they've knocked us off a couple of times and so so of norwood um but you know Sturt and England, they all get their best can beat anyone so it's a really even competition I think that's been talked about a lot this year um but we we should take real confidence out of that um and you know be really happy with the body of work that we've put in so far so in terms of the third consecutive final season when you I mean it is a is a pretty good effort by the club. I think 2020 we we played in a grand final and lost. last year we lost the elimination. So I think the drive, particularly from the, the older boys, to to um, win another premiership is definitely there. Um, and, you know, a lot of enthusiasm from the younger guys who are still early on in their careers, but, um, you know, you can see that the, the opportunity is there. So it's an exciting time around the club.
0: Yeah, definitely exciting. And... We'll touch on the Stanley H. Lewis Trophy. First time in how long? 2014, was it?
2: Yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure. I, I probably need to go back to the archives. <laughs> We've got a history committee at the club. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get them on to find out. But, um, yeah, it has been a while. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty impressive trophy um, to win. Uh, I know it's quite um, sort of um, held in high regard across the clubs um, because it. it Encompasses all the all the teams from under 16s, or, the, or I guess from the girls all the way through to the to the league team um, and the, and their performance. So the girls got us off to a great start this year with, with winning the flag, and then yeah. um, obviously under 16s and 18s are, are in the four, and um, our our res, resis and us are you know in the top two. So yeah, it's a very um, I think the club's really happy about it. It's probably a reflection of the hard work that's been put in right from the top from from Craig all the way through to all the players and um, everyone that's involved. So, um, you know, as supporters, you should be really proud of um, your footy club, but obviously there's a bit of work to be done.
0: Yeah. Well, that's quarter time. After the break, we'll get Alex Spinner on for an interview and we'll chat about the week ahead.
1: Live on SENSA, you're listening to Roosters Radio. Brought to you by Coffee World, your trusted business partner. Visit copyworld.com.au today. And Grand North with great daily lunch and dinner specials.
0: Welcome back to Roosters Radio. All thanks to Copy World Toshiba. We've got someone extra special on the line now.
2: Welcome, spins.
3: How are you, Ham? Thanks for having me on. Hey, Annie. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. Good to
2: have you here, mate. I know, I know you're a little bit disappointed about uh, missing out um, on the first show when we got the coach on, but. Uh, I wanted, I definitely wanted to get you on, mate, because you, you had a, a big celebration last week, 150 SNFL games, um, which is a huge achievement in, in this day and age. I think, well eight seasons with North and one with the Crows, I think it was. So how was it, mate? And, um, and give us a bit of a background on you know, your career and, and tell the fans about where it all started. Yeah,
3: mate, it was a uh, disappointing day in the end. We didn't, uh, unfortunately, get the win um, and didn't... Um, really performed the way we would have liked which was a bit disappointing but uh, uh, I guess my journey started back uh, back in the under-13s alongside yourself uh, I think it was in 2008 where we came through the junior programs together and played um, 13s, 14s, 15s and, and made our way through the 16s and 18s together as well and um, as you said, lucky enough to uh, spend a year with the Crows and uh, made my league debut against North Adelaide actually, uh, back at Prospect and um, after a year I was back at Back at the club, um, and I've been there since, so it's been a been a great journey. And um, to play 150 games is is uh, something I'm proud of, and I'm uh, looking forward to hopefully notching up a few more.
2: Yeah, no, it's a massive achievement, mate. And yeah, we've uh, we've played lots of footy together, which I think at the end of our careers we'll we'll look back on and um, with some good memories. Um, but to get into things, mate, look, tell us a little bit of life outside of footy. You're a, you're a full-time school teacher, which I know you take very seriously and I've had a lot of feedback around how good you are at that. You're the captain of the North Adelaide Footy Club and have, have done so for the last few years very successfully and hopefully we, we achieve the ultimate this year. But t- talk to us, or give the, give the listeners a bit of an insight of what does Alex Bena get up to away from, from footy and a little bit about your teaching um, career. Um,
3: yeah, it's actually funny you ask because I'm actually... Uh on an excursion at the moment up in Belair, which is a nice way to end the week. But, um, yes, I teach at Nazareth college in Flinders park at, at the secondary school. So, um, got a sort of a variety of year levels that I, that I work with, you know, ranging from year seven all the way out to year 12. So, um, yeah, really enjoy it. Keeps me, uh, keeps me busy as we discuss frequently during the week. And, um, the topic usually centers around who's working harder, but, um, but yeah, look, I'm loving it at the moment, and um, yeah, I was lucky enough for an ex coach of ours, Jeff Szuhatsky, to um, a couple of years ago, he actually um, got me uh, got me doing some relief teaching here, and um, haven't haven't uh, looked back since. So I have to uh, thank him for the opportunity he gave me. Uh, but uh, that's good fun. Love working with the kids, um, and yeah, that that pretty much consumes a lot of, a lot of my time. Um, during the week and then obviously three nights a week we have we have training at north and, um, there's some long days um, but uh really enjoy it mate
0: awesome uh it's your third year as skipper have you been enjoying it what are some of your biggest challenges you've faced in the last three seasons
3: um yeah good question it's been it's been really enjoyable uh, three years to be honest uh i guess the big challenge was Probably, you know, last year uh, and our grand final performance in 2020. um, Generally, we've been pretty successful, you know, as a squad over those three years. We've played finals in in all three years. But, um, yeah, I think bouncing back from that grand final and and starting the year really slowly in 2021 was a challenge for all of us. Um, But I was really proud of how we all sort of worked through that last year and, and were able to sort of climb our way back up the ladder Um, unfortunately, it didn't um, end too well last year, but um, once again, you know, really um, really happy with the way we bounced back this year. We've obviously lost um, some experience that that, uh, were such good servants for our club, but um, yeah, really, really happy with the way we've gone this year, and we've um, I think we've deserved um, our position on the ladder, and and this week off this week, but um, as we all know uh, it's a new new, uh, season that starts this week, and uh, we're really looking forward to getting stuck in.
0: Yeah, definitely. Talking about this past season as well. How have you personally seen the year? Tell the listeners a little bit about your role as halfback as well.
3: Uh, yeah, look, as going into the year, I've spoken about this before, but it was a little bit. Um, it was a bit of the unknown coming into the year and how we'd fare. I think internally we were still quite confident. Um, you know, we'd be pushing for finals. We probably didn't expect to. Uh, to finish on top of the ladder to be honest but I think the way the teams you know a relatively new squads come together in gel, has been um, has been really good we've seen some great progress from some younger boys and I think some of the leaders like, like Harves and, and Aaron Young and, and Wiggy and Kumi, have all stepped up in their own right as well and, and have led the way which has been important as well so um, yeah and have been enjoying it love playing down back um, we have a good strong group of six or seven and a couple of others who have played throughout the year as well that's uh that we've worked well alongside. We, we think we've held up defensively reasonably well this year. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's always good having some new guys like Reed Van Houston and, and Carl Finlay who have come into the side over the past couple of years and, um, you know, helping them along the way has also been nice.
2: Uh, good stuff, mate. I, I personally think you've had another fantastic year and I think be right up there at the end of the year, that uh, Barry Robben medal, but let's wait and see. Mate, talk to us a little bit. You, you live with the Sturt Skipper, which must have been a little bit um, challenging last week, James Battersby, for the people that don't know out there. Um, he's a good mate of spins and, and also mine. How does that go? Um, and, and also tell us a little bit about your time. I'm sure the listeners will be interested in this. Tell us a little bit about your time living with the former skipper, Maxi Thring.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay, well, we've got a little bit of talk and there. So um, it's it's generally pretty, pretty tame with his bats at the moment. Um, yeah, we don't really delve into footy too much. Um, you know, maybe towards the end of the week, we'll talk about it a bit. But game week when we play Sturt is always interesting. Um, fortunately, I actually wasn't home Saturday morning um, last week. So we didn't have that sort of awkward tension in the house leading into the game. But, um, yeah, it's a strange one. You know, when you win, um, generally he's pretty flat. And, and when they win, it's vice versa. So it goes well. Um but yeah, really enjoying it. And one of our good mates, uh, Henry Point, is in, in the household as well, which is, which adds a nice little dynamic to it as well. Um, and living with Maxi Thuring was a, uh, was a that was an interesting time. <laughs> we uh, we um, that was during 2020, so um, during the whole COVID, and and uh, we spent a bit of time at home. Um, you know, obviously having to isolate and whatnot. So uh, it was good fun. Um, yeah. Having Maxie around is always great. I still wish he was used to playing at North Seal. Um, probably one of my favourite teammates to play alongside. So, um, But, yeah, we obviously still catch up with Maxie um, frequently. He was actually at our house on the weekend, yep. believe it or not. So, um, no, it's always good to see uh, see Puff, Puff around. <laughs> that
2: would have been an interesting time. He's, a, he's a, a very interesting character, spending isolation <laughs> with, with Maxie's ring, but also a little bit jealous as well. Hey, uh, during the week, mate, we had... Uh, Uh, The club went out to some of our uh, faithful and and asked if they had any questions for you as a skipper. Um, You might know this guy, Stroudy, has has tuned in. He's he's sent through about five different uh, stupid Uh, questions, as you'd expect. But uh, um, he did ask me one around spins. Have you improved on your driving skills and do you want your West End North Adelaide Roosters cap? Please say no, I love it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, right, okay, so driving, I'm not actually sure what he's referring to there, the driving skills. He's obviously one. not happy yeah.
2: with your driving skills.
3: Well, that's a bit bizarre, because I'm actually um, never put a foot wrong on the road, so <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure what he's referring to there. My Rooster's Premiership hat, I have been wondering where that has gone. <laughs> um, so yeah, Stroudy, I'd love that one back. I thought he was going to ask something about that infamous night at your house, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, no,
3: thank <laughs> God. Well, we should do. we just take that <laughs> off, yeah? <there. laughs>
0: Um, what are your plans for the off season, then, Alex?
3: Um, oh yeah, let, look. Hopefully, uh, we'll be celebrating a premiership. That'd be nice. But yeah. um, there's a bit going on in the off season. We've got um, you know a few weddings and, and bucks parties coming up, actually. So it's sort of every weekend from October to November at the moment, sort of taken up. But um, but one thing I am looking forward to is uh, hopefully. Uh, fingers crossed! You know, celebrating a premiership and, and heading away on footy trip with the boys to Perth, um, which was, which is uh, looking to be uh, a good fun, good trip. Um, but yeah, not too much. I'll uh, hopefully on the Christmas break I'll try and get away somewhere interstate. Um, we're also heading up to the Sunshine Coast with a few of the leaders from the club, um, along along with Harvey and the other leaders as well. So that'll be uh, that'll be a good trip as well. Nice. All
0: right. Uh, last question. Tips for the McGarry medal, Barry Robbin medal, AFL Premier.
3: What, what are your thoughts? Okay, so McGarry medal, uh, I'll go with Aaron Young, obviously. Um, I think he'll definitely be up there and he kicks a lot of goals as well, which will help him. But I think you'll have some uh, competition from Riley Knight uh, and Nick Rokar as well. So I think they'll be the top three. Um, the Barry Robbin medal, um, I could say Youngie, but I think I'm going to go with um, Will Coombe as a bit of a dark horse for that one. I think yeah, I like he's had that. a great year on the wing. Um, in my opinion, he's the best wingman in the comp, so I think the way he's played this year has been fantastic. Uh, An AFL Premier, I uh, I think it's hard to look past Geelong, so I'd say Geelong, and I think Richmond might make a run as well, so maybe out of those two.
2: That's some good answers there, mate. I definitely agree with, uh, with Will Coombe. I think he's... a uh... A bit of a dark horse for that one. He's had a a great year. And don't rule yourself out either, either, mate. Um, Uh, There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us, um, Spins. Really appreciate your time today, mate. Um, Look forward to another big week on the track and and hopefully a win next week. Um, That one was all thanks to Grand North. Um, This is Rooster Radio, all thanks to the Copyworld. We're now coming into the halftime break, Rooster fans. um, And up next, we've got Brianna
1: Arthur. Live on SENSA. You're listening to Roosters Radio, brought to you by Copyworld, your trusted business partner. Visit copyworld.com.au today. And Grand North with great daily lunch and dinner specials.
0: Welcome back to Re- Roosters Radio. All thanks to Copyworld to Sheba. We've got another teacher on the line, Brianna Arthur.
4: Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> How are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad. Have a free right now, so pretty good at the moment.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, we'll, we'll jump straight into it. Thought we'd chat People. first about your footy background. You've been in and amongst footy for quite a while now. Where did it mm-hmm. start, and how has your journey been to date?
4: Right, so I started in 2017 where I captained uh, Broadview Juniors. So it was an under-16s team at the time, but I was playing as an overager. Um, but at that time, there wasn't many established junior teams, and I really wanted to play for Broadview because my brother played there when he was younger as well. Um, this was, at the time, the first ever girls' Broadview team, so that was quite special to be a part of that. Uh, in that year, then I came second in the medal uh, the medal count, which was cool. So that was my first ever uh, medal that I won for footy. Uh, then I was lucky enough to be approached by Daryl Wintle. I'm sure you all know who Daryl is and um, played my second season on the women's senior team. That year we finished fourth, I believe, which was under Matt Slade. Um, and I reckon that year we probably could have got a bit further, but um, we couldn't really win a game at home that year. So that's... Uh, That wasn't too good Uh, because it was a short season. Then I went back and played the four-wheel club season at Broadview, which was then their inaugural women's team and was captain that. And then unfortunately did my ACL in the semis there. Mm. Um, But the girls still went on and went to win the premiership in undefeated season. So that was pretty special. And then I won that medal again there, which was very good. Uh, then the next year, because of doing my knee, I was able to coach for the first time in you know, a senior environment uh, with the Broadview Div 3 underfield Summers. And that team back then was pretty incredible. We had Caitlin Pope, Amber Ward and Lauren Gorsey. Mm-hmm. So, Unstoppable, again, I know, honey, you were involved in that. And uh, we went undefeated, so that was a good year again. And um, thankfully, North were helping me out then, so that's when I was going through my rehab. Um, and then so my technically third season, back, I went back to North and uh, we had a trial game against Sebby. So this would have been a year and a half after my recon. But um, we played a trial game against West Adelaide at Sebby, which I kicked my first goal for North in and um, that season ended up, we also were undefeated that season for North and that's when we won that premiership. So my first sample premiership. Uh, And in that team, like, you know, you have Anne Hatchard, Ash Woodland, we obviously have Amber Ward, Kopey then came up and we had Lauren and Hannah Ewing's first season. So that was a truly amazing team. Lost a lot of people that following year and um, because of the draft injuries and just personal reasons, including Ewing's when she did her ankle against Westies the next year and also castles. But um, obviously we didn't make finals that year, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a rebuild, maybe just a bit of a learning year. Mm. Then um, obviously we've had this season just gone and obviously it was a great season. I do think it probably was the most rewarding in the sense because we had a few losses and as well being the vice this year, um, yeah, we had three losses in the end. So being able to mentally bounce back was pretty big for our team and um, obviously a long season. But we had some stars come in with Jade DeMello, Meg Ryan, still Park, um, and obviously Jess Edwards was back, who was my first captain at North. So we had a few injuries, though, along the way, which as well just made us, I guess, uh, mentally a bit a bit tougher in terms of Erin Sundstrom doing her ACL, yeah. Gordo doing her... Castle, as well, and our little junior, uh, Layla Ebert, who will be a future superstar.
0: Oh, yes, so We're yeah, that's my you, journey. <laughs> you summed that up pretty well for how long you've been doing it.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it was like, well, and this will be season six this year, so yeah. And last year, I was called a veteran for a 22 year old, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm never called that ever again, so that's a bit embarrassing, but
0: anyways. Um, I have to ask you, why have you stuck around at North? What makes it the club to want, the one to play at, especially for the women's side?
4: I think, like, especially since Chrissy's been there as well, um, everyone around the, the club and everyone around the group just actually admires and is really supportive of our female academy or like our female program, let's say, in terms of juniors as well. Um, we've got Tyson Burke on board this year. And he's doing a really great job. He's had to jump into the role as well. Um, He didn't have it straight away. So he's jumped in and absolutely done really well. And we're still obviously going on with that juniors. But I think with North in general, just that support. And, you know, we have access to the facilities. We're not paying anything. Like, we're pretty lucky. And obviously, it's a very good club and we've got good people. So our culture's been really good. And I think it's still building. So it's great.
2: That's excellent, Brian. And you, you touched on, or we touched on development in that question. You've been working with the under-16s and the under-14 girls, which I, I see you and Christy out there each week doing a fantastic job and been doing that for some time. Um, what's, yeah. it, what's it like coaching the young girls and, and what do you incorporate into their training that you think is is really important for their growth in footy and, and at North? I think um,
4: just making it that professional environment because, You know, they are our juniors. And in terms of the drills that we're doing, some are very similar to the ones that we'll be doing in our senior program and things like their contest method or, you know, just entries and exits is what how we deliver the footy and whatnot. Um, Making sure it's linked to our senior program just so that they can have that pathway into our program. There's a few of the 16s at the moment who will definitely be playing in our resi side and um, who were train-ons last year. So you've got Amali Inez, uh, Sienna Yarwood, uh, Chanel uh, Digent. She did a little bit last year, but she's a country girl, so it makes it a little bit harder when they are younger and you know their parents are having to drive them, say, three hours for a training and then three hours back. They're probably getting home, say, eleven, twelve o'clock on that night and even Hannah Mills. So um, definitely a few future leaders coming through that. We've got Maggie Clark. She's played a bit of um, state cricket and she'll definitely go on and play in our potentially our um league side this year so we'll see how much she can get out and um there's a few younger ones like sasha taylor and even in the 14th polly turner her dad uh played for us uh, for the men's team a few obviously a few years ago but she she's a father-daughter combination there we got like little ones like lucy redaway to cave and emerson Lai who's so Heaps, heaps coming through the program. We just want to make sure it's that professional environment and uh, just a development pathway for them so they can fit right into the senior program.
2: Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's great to see so many numbers out there. And um, Me, myself and Mitch Clisby actually um, coached the first season of the under fourteen and 16s girls, and we were you know, having 12, 13 girls per team. Um, to yeah. have, have full teams now is, is so great to see. So credit to you girls yeah, for, well, for coordinating that and doing a fantastic job.
4: It was actually, a pretty hard Like We won't lie in terms of this year, we had about 75 to well 60 to 75 per for the 14th and 16th wow. trialing. So it's been it's growing and it's huge. And we just want to make sure that we can get it right now.
2: Yeah, excellent. And you mentioned some of the younger girls coming through the ranks, which we um, Rooster fans can expect to see playing potentially some reserves or even um, league uh, SanFLW ne- next season. But um we had a we were very lucky at the draft and it's always a bit of a an interesting period to you know you're really proud of the girls to get to the AFLW but also sad to see them go from your team is there anyone mm. um to watch out for in the upcoming um SNFL-W season uh, we know the AFLW started last night which I tuned into and you can see the the quality of the footy is is growing so quickly is there anyone that you think um is one to watch out for maybe even yourself
4: oh Oh, maybe, maybe one day, but um, I'd probably say Caitlin Pope and Jamie Tab. I know both of them are really keen and um, have a bit of fire in their belly about the current draft and definitely want to get out there. I know that both of them would definitely be good enough and would thrive in that environment too. Um, you know, it, it is like we don't know as well in terms of some of the new girls we've got. We've obviously got a lot coming in because we've had a lot go out, but obviously it is. As well, good. We've had a lot drafted, but with the season not lining up, we're not too sure in terms of how many will be able to come back, um, mm. and or if they get games, can they still play for us? So it's all a bit up in the air. But I guess even someone like Julia Clark goes a little bit under the radar, but she's a little gun as well. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe some, maybe me one day, one day.
2: Is that something you'd be striving for, Brie? Obviously, you mentioned you, you played a lot of footy and. Obviously, had your injury challenges early in your career, but I know you're very well regarded around the footy club. Is that something you'd like to do?
4: Uh, yeah, I would. I think in terms because I'm still young-ish. Um, <laughs> I guess it probably just is a little bit of belief in myself and maybe the support around me. Like I know I've got a lot of support in terms of family, the team. Um, there's a lot of girls such as Poppy who comes out and we do a little bit of extras here and there, and like my partner. So. Maybe one day. I, I think this year we'll probably. I'll give it a crack, but yeah, we'll see.
0: We'll see. And other plans we'll going see. going ahead. You're where are you teaching uh, at?
4: Uh, I'm currently teaching at Roma Mitchell, and we've got an ASLW specialist program here, so uh-huh. I'm teaching that at the moment, and um, also have a year eight and nine class, which is amazing. But striving towards getting the permanency teaching here. So hopefully, if I was to get drafted, it would preferably be at Adelaide Um, and then obviously just if not then continuing just out north and eventually if I'm old I'll go back to Broadview. If I'm old
0: (laughs) I'm sure they'll (laughs) love to have you back there anyway. Um, (laughs) We touched on it a bit before about you being vice captain and the past year what was it like playing in that premiership especially being in the leadership group? Oh
4: like it was it was definitely probably, I'd say, the most challenging yet rewarding year because because we did obviously endure a loss, gain loss. Uh, COVID mm-hmm. obviously had a few impacts on us throughout the season, especially that round one against Westies. So we won't, we don't like to talk about that round one. But um, <laughs> I think, yeah, it's just we'll see. I don't know. It's it's been yeah. That's it. <laughs>
2: And um, away from footy or sort of, I guess, um, looking back in the revision mirror a little bit, Bri, uh, um, what what's the funny memory that comes to mind um, from footy and, and what's something that sums up the camaraderie of, of the North Adelaide women's team? Like, I love watching you guys train and when the, the, our season starts and you guys are still going, I think there's a great feeling around the footy club, particularly this year when you guys were on, on your run towards the premiership. But talk to us. What's what's some of your best memories? Give us some funny ones, and give some give us something that sums up the camaraderie amongst the group because it's great to see. And obviously, you're a really tight bunch.
4: Mm -hmm. I think, like in terms of footy, it's not always just like just getting together or you know just training. It's also what you do outside of footy. So I know a lot of us did some dinners or just going out with each other or just um, I don't know doing pretty much anything. But we as well, which we didn't have in the previous year. We had a camp at the beginning of the um, season, so it was at the end of last year now. But um, that there's heaps of memories, I guess, and like, we had lawn bowls um, and obviously our grand final antics <laughs> um, in the season, I guess, as well. Some um, I think this is a funny one, but we were uh, down by quite a bit to centrals at a home game, which was pretty much, I wouldn't say a must win, but to keep that top spot. And then JVTAB, or what ha- had happened actually was that we had anti-density, they had it called on them. So if for those that don't know, anti-density in the women's seat, um, uh, competition is when, uh, let's say, the other team hasn't got so many in a certain zone and uh, Central's got that called against them. So we had a free at the top of our 50 with about 15 seconds left. And I um, can't remember exactly who had the... Um, the kick but i got handball to greedy who um just kicked it <laughs> forward lauren just shepherded completely someone off the ball which would have been definitely a free but um and then jv Tabs marks it about just on the top of the square so she's had to kick it after the siren um even if she had kicked a point we would have won but um or a goal would have been better but she kicked a point which meant we won by one point so (laughs) I feel like that was just like a real icing, that was right near the end of our season as well and um, we had the home game so it was just a let's just say after that was pretty fun
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Great stuff Bree and just before we let you go can you just give us a quick summary to the supporters because I saw a little bit of it but quick summaries to the supporters and the listeners around um, Premiership celebrations
4: Oh, After the flag uh, we went we stayed at Norwood for a little bit just to soak it all up. But um, we did have a bus there to the game, which a few were unsure about. But, you know, in, te- in terms of the team camaraderie, I guess it did bring us together. And then at the end of the game, it was nice for us to all get back on that bus and just be celebrating. And we had we were lucky enough, I think. Honey, did your um, dad do the printing again of the pictures?
0: Probably. He loves
4: it. (laughs) He printed out um, all individually. We all got a picture of ourselves in action, which, and it was hung with our Guernseys, um, you know, had little lollies around, which was provided by Remy Grant because she's the lolly queen. And um, it was just when you walk in there and you just see all of this around the room and all of our little sayings or pictures from throughout the season, which Keenan uh, Ramsey had all together it was just so nice to see that and see how far we had come and then obviously after we're all taking down the pictures we want to keep them all and um getting back on the bus and then heading to north to just be with family i guess and all the supporters were so lovely and we're all just dancing and i don't even know then after we just went out and the rest is a bit of history but anyway
2: (laughs) (laughs) ah good stuff well thanks for joining us brie um appreciate your time um, and look forward to seeing um, the, the end results of the under-16s and 14s, and you guys will be back into training soon. That one was all thanks oh, yeah. to Northern Tavern, Sib and Save, Bottle Shop. It's three-quarter time now. After the break, we'll have an injury update and a bit of news on the footy club.
1: Live on SENSA, you're listening to Roosters Radio, brought to you by Coffee World, your trusted business partner. Visit Copyworld.com.au today. And Grand North, with great daily lunch and dinner specials.
0: Welcome back to Bruce's Radio, all thanks to Copywell Toshiba. And now we're into the injury update, thanks to Dr. Jones and Partners.
2: Yeah, unfortunate news in a couple of players, honey, which is um, a little bit disappointing this time of year. Um, Unfortunately, um, Jakey Patmore, who has played almost every game this year after halfback flank, um, nicked a little hamstring against uh, early in the game. Um, Had a good chat to him last night and he's feeling confident that he will be able to push for the second final or if we win through the grand final so um hoping that hoping that he'll be okay but he started to get some really light training during this week and we'll, we'll look after him um, unfortunately as well cam hewitt who's played a lot of league footy this year one of um the most loved boys around the footy club has has hurt his wrist quite badly and and will likely uh, miss the remainder of the season so um disappointing news for dougsy but um we've, we've got around him. Um, he's been a really important part of this team for most of the season. So um, I know he'll do everything he needs to do on the wrist and hopefully we um, get him back at the start of pre-season. A couple of uh, the boys who have just been um, nursing some niggling injuries, Mac Bowman, um, Jack McCann. So Mac Bowman with a thigh, Jack McCann with a quad and Tommy Stapleton with a chest, um, I believe will all put their hands up for selection this week um, in, the, in the reserves team. Sam Thorne, who missed last week with a hamstring, just a really um, small one, will also, I believe, put his hand up for selection. Um, and Will Gowers is probably another couple of weeks away and will do everything possible to push for selection in that second or third final um, for the Twos boys, so depending on the way results go. So a little bit of a uh, disappointing um, end to the weekend with with uh, Patsy and Dugsy, but um, confident that we've, uh, we've got a lot of players coming back and um, we'll have some really great depth. Um, Heading into the final series for both teams. Um, That injury update was all thanks to Dr. Jones and partners. Um, And just to finish off the show, we're just going to talk a a little bit about what's going on in the footy club. Um, Like we just talked about last week, there's opportunity for um, uh, our or to partner with with the footy club and to own um, club news. So, um, into intro IT specialists are currently um, in that position. Um, We've got a few events coming up um, with the club champion on the Barry Robben medal to be presented on Friday the 30th of September, um, which will be a fantastic evening um, at the Intercontinental. Um, Really looking forward to that one. Um, uh, We've also got the 1972 Champions of Australia celebration, which is on Friday the 28th of October, which will be a great reunion. Some fantastic, um, well-respected players um, will be joining us on that evening. Um, And just for information for the fans on finals ticketing, Um, So head to snfl.com.au, all the information is on there um, and you'll be able to find um, where you can purchase and um, what type of tickets you can buy. So hopefully all the Rooster fans are getting themselves organised and making sure they've got tickets ahead of a big final series ahead and looking forward to seeing a big Rooster faithful out there on the hill making lots of noise at Adelaide Oval. (laughs) Yeah,
0: very exciting. and. What's also exciting is your weekend off. What What are you up to? What are you and the boys thinking? You have planned this weekend.
2: I'm not sure, honey. I'm a bit. I'm actually a bit nervous because there's no AFL, which consumes a lot of the weekend <laughs> when I'm not playing footy. Um, so there's that's a little bit disappointing. Um, and yeah, we've got a training session tonight, which would be good. We'll have a good run. Um, had a good training session on Wednesday, um, and we'll. Um, probably take it pretty easy. Might go watch a bit of local footy. A few of my mates playing in a final um, around the around the state. So mm. good luck to all those footballers who are playing in a final anywhere this weekend.
0: Yeah. And for the weekend, you got any tips for the games? Nord versus Crows and then there's Sturt and the Bays.
2: Mm. Yeah, a couple of massive games. I think Nord and Crows are going to be intriguing. Um, my tip is, is the Crows, um, but... I think it will be a very close game. One or two goals in it. And Sturt, Glenelg, yeah, Sturt were really good last week. Uh, but I think Glenelg was starting to hit their straps a little bit. I think both will be ripper games and um, be interested to see who comes off.
0: Awesome. Well, that's Rooster's Radio for this week. We can't wait for you to tune in next week again. And, yeah, you've got your hosts here, Honey Howe and Mitch Harvey. Can't wait to see you then.
2: Have a great weekend, Rooster fans.